Joseph on the crap have a great good match right there. Fighting through contact, fighting through offensive line, being a double team, multiple moves stacked into one, just a play of pure domination. This is actual film, this is actual football talk. It's a football show, we're supposed to football, not storylines. And you are listening to another edition, the 19th edition of Blitz Blitz. Um, today we have 30 plays of Becton. We're looking at more of his vertical sets, more of his pass sets. We will do some run plays, or I will do some run plays. Um, but because the, a lot of the focus was on his pass sets, uh, in terms of like his uh, criticism, both pre and post draft, I wanted to go over them a little bit and see what we got um, with him in terms of pass protection. Uh, obviously, it's a concern that he didn't take a ton of them, uh, but I would limit that concern a little bit. It's not like when he took them, he was just absolutely dreadful. So, uh, 30 plays of Becton. Next show uh, is going to be Cameron Clark. I'm already done with that pretty much. I have to put up a, a couple more plays on Twitter, um, and then that's done, and an article will be out as well. Then we're doing James Morgan, um, which I'm not sure how long that's going to be, depending on the angles I can get. But if I can only get broadcast angles of Morgan, which it looks like will be the case, um, we'll see. So that's coming. Uh, Jorb31 on Twitter. Uh, follow the other guys too. Michael Nani on Twitter. Jets X Factor on Twitter. Robbie Sabo on Twitter. Uh, JetsXFactor.com. Uh, YouTube Blue It Splits. We got one five star rating and review from uh, Stephen underscore T16. Uh, so we appreciate that. Like I said, once we get to 75, I'll do another random giveaway. I'll probably give away a free year subscription to the site and another t shirt. Um, and as you can see, I'm wearing one of them today. Uh, with the uh, big ticket Becton shirt for the Becton show that I'm doing. So uh, check out the store. I think it's like Jets X Shop or Jet X Shop. Um, other than that, uh, I think for the rest of the season, we're pretty much wrapped up. Like, well, not wrapped up, but we, we have the kind of the outline of what's going to happen the rest of the offseason in terms of the shows because we have Becton today. We have Clark the next show. We have, which Clark is probably going to be on Tuesday. I would think that's my next day I could do it. Uh, then we're going to do Morgan. Then we're getting, we're getting into the undrafted guys. Uh, the shows might be a little bit shorter on the undrafted guys. It might be only 15, 20 plays. Some of them might be 10 plays. But we're going to do a show. I'm going to do a show on the big five that everybody's talking about, uh, Gadry, Huff, Jackson, Cager, Campbell. Uh, you might like some of these guys, and I'll be brutally honest on the players. Like I said, Greg Dorch last time, I received some bl- uh, backlash because people loved him, and it didn't work out with the Jets because he just didn't have it in his game. I didn't think he was a good player, and I called that out. But people watched returns or punt returns and highlights of his kick returns, whatever it was, and thought he was great, but he really wasn't at all. I thought he was a lazy player. Um, so I'll go into those guys and I'll give my honest assessment. Guys like Lamar Jackson, I would temper your expectations from based on what I've seen so far. Um, even guy like Guidry seems like he's just a speed guy and doesn't really have a lot of technique, which that, that, there's a lot of players uh, in the NFL with both speed and technique. So we'll see if he makes it. I think the, the guys that people should really be most excited for is Huff. Um, and then there is that tackle, the tackle that they paid the most money out of any of the guys. Obviously, the more money you get, the more we wanted you. Um, or the more the Jets wanted you if they're paying you $85,000 as a tackle as compared to paying whoever. I don't know exactly what the guy's money, all, all the guy's money were, but I think George Campbell was like 80 or not 85, like literally like a thousand bucks or 2000 bucks or 3000 bucks, whatever it was. So uh, when they're not paying you a lot, it shows that they don't really want you a ton and they'd be fine with letting, letting you walk to another team. But um, we'll review those guys. And then after that, 
uh, and maybe with Huff, I'll, I'll, I'll bring Jamal Westerman back on. We'll see if he wants to do that. Maybe. Um, after that, we're going to have Fant. Well, not, no order. It all comes to votes. Um, Fant, Desir, Van Roten, uh, Peanut, a, a new Wasar, however the hell you say that. We're going to be, I'm going to be doing, uh, who else? Oh, Quil, uh, Quincy Wilson, sorry. Um, Frank Gore, Joe Flacco. And then if they sign another guy, whether it be a Logan Ryan or whoever, I will obviously do that as well. Uh, mail, we'll do a mailbag. We'll do a top 25 players on the team. I do that with Kyle Smith every time. It's fun to discuss your top 25. So before that, um, if you want to, you know, rank your top 25 and see how it compares to mine and Kyle's, that, that, that's always a fun show, to, a fun discussion for sure. Uh, we'll do a 55-man roster prediction. And that's something else I was thinking about that some people have been talking about on, like, YouTube or whatever. Um, I'm thinking about doing a call-in show, whether that be on Zoom where people can call in. You don't have to show your face if you don't want to. You can just call in and just be a little phone symbol and talk. Um, I might do a YouTube live stream where I think you can call into that as well, but you can like chat below with other people who are watching. I might try that out. Um, it's not going to be often I would do that because it's more about film, but if I could do that maybe once a month or something like that, maybe maybe I'll look into doing that, but I'm definitely going to do some type of call-in show or YouTube live stream something like that. So if you're interested in that, uh, you just shoot me an email, joe.blewett uh, at jetsxfactor.com, B-L-E-W-E-T-T. Um, or you can tweet me, message me, do do whatever. But that's something I'm definitely not thinking or thinking about because the mailbags are fun, but it's it's a little bit more fun to discuss over the phone about what people are thinking because then you can kind of, you know, have a discussion. That's that's what the phone call is. It's hard to do that um, in a mailbag. So going into um, back then, I'm just gonna read off. So if you want the f- the full other review where you're gonna get all the strengths and weaknesses, either go to the other article if you are a subscriber or go to the last Becton show. Just literally type in Blue Splits Becton and you'll see the one that I did two months ago or whatever it was before the Jets even drafted him. So I just wanted to point out and the things I wrote in the article about some things um, that kind of stood out to me even more um, in the first review that I might not have noticed without the all 22 uh, reps because in this in this review, I do have a lot. I think all of them are two, all, all 22 reps um, or coaches film, whatever you want to call it. So, uh, I just want to give out an updated list, you know, to point out some areas of emphasis uh, in both the pass and the run game. Uh, strengths, again, these aren't. This is not the full list. Uh, small steps in pass pro, balance in pass pro, uses length well um, in pass pro, stays relatively square in pass game, uh, plays with good leverage in pass pro, which is surprising for his height. Hands typically land inside. Uh, ultra rare movement skills and fluidity for size. The weaknesses I noticed uh, more. Or his, uh, where his hands landing high in pass pro, which it, it is hard. It's something that he's going to have to really um, think about um, consistently is landing his hands lower because he's so high up. Um, he has a tendency to shoot high in the shoulder and it will deflect off the shoulder and then go off uh, over the shoulder. So that's something I noticed. Uh, needs to alternate punches more. Needs to take advantage of strength and hands more in pass pro. Needs to defeat arms more consistently in pass pro. Uh, needs to work through hands more in run game. Something I noticed. Um, needs to better position himself in run game, hand placement in run game. So I'm kind of like people are to the point on Beckton where they, they, they're they saying, okay, you know, great in the run game, complete unknown in the pass game. I'm kind of in between both of those where I think he's okay. I think he's good in the run game. He's not elite in the run game. He definitely has some things to work on. There's some things that worked on guys in college that are not going to work necessarily um, at the NFL level. So, um, Oh, I'm sorry. I'm trying to pull this play while I'm talking. 
Um, so there's, yeah, there's some things that he's going to have to, to work on um, in, the, in the run game that I will be showing. And I showed it in the last episode as well. Um, so watch out for that. And then, or I don't, know, I don't know what the hell I'm saying. Good in the run game, not elite is what I'm trying to say. There's some things he needs to work on. In the pass game, um, he is decent for sure. He just needs more experience uh, with that as well. So first play out of 30, we're going to run through him. Um, so there's one thing that he tends to do. I don't, I don't know if it's the offensive line coach or whoever it may be. Um, at Louisville, they're, they're, they're running a lead zone right here again. I'm going to try not to fast forward and rewind. It's something that you have to consciously think about not doing because I know it hurts people's eyes when you rewind and, and do all that stuff. But the one thing I don't love about his game, I think need to change is with that outside foot, he really tends to take like that zero step where he's not really covering any ground. He's not really doing anything. Now, if the guy is tighter to you, the zero step is okay um, because you're, it lets you assess while not getting too far outside. Let's say if you were running an inside zone. Um, but if you're try, if if they are trying to run outside zone right here, which it, it could be inside or outside, they're they're probably gonna let this guy define himself, and then you're gonna have hit uh, eighty three block uh, the the this play side backer right here. So, um, but the one thing about his his steps are like I said with that outside foot, he tends to not cover any ground, which makes his inside foot cover a lot more ground. You see how big that 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 inside step is. So when a guy is outside and he's taking that big step towards him. Um, one, it's not going to allow for quick change of direction. You see how he's literally out of the air right here with his feet. So he's not going to allow for quick change of direction. Um, so you want, you want, if you're trying to move outside a little bit, I'd rather see more of like an on step where you're going to take this foot and gain, gain ground laterally um, and vertically and then, and then split your crotch with this foot and kick him out if he wants to get kicked out. If he, want, if he wants to dive inside, then, 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 let, then let him dive inside and, and take him inside. But um, you don't want to be out of control right there with your feet. So too big of a step, he gets his face crossed right there. Now the next issue I have with this play is, okay, listen, you got beat inside. There's a fullback leading the running back. The fullback is most likely going to pick him up. If he doesn't, then he's going to be able to bounce this outside. So don't worry about it. It happened. I want to see a quicker adjustment here. So he beat you. What's the point of looking back? You know, and, and listen, there's going to be a lot of good back then plays, but I'm, I'm going to be fair in my um, assessment, guys. I'm not just going to breeze over the bad plays because at this point, yeah, you got beat. Your feet were too your, – your, your, your first step was a zero step. It shouldn't have been, and your second step was too big. You got your face crossed. It happens. But now what I want to see him do is adjust. So pick up that mic backer. Either pick up, you know, if you, you know, the will right here or the mic – or let me see actually the the formation. Okay, so sorry the 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 Sam the Sam or the um the Sam or the Mike. If there's no tight end, you're gonna go fullback or running back. To the, that's the strong side. So since there's a fullback on that side, there's no tight end. Um, he could be like a Y flex, but I'm not gonna consider him. Uh, I want to see him move up to that Sam at this point. And then listen, now you block that Sam. The 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 D end is blocked, and it comes to more of like a power zone. And now he just has to beat the Mike. Or if you think this guy's going too far outside, get your hips square, climb up to the mic, and now he just has to beat the Sam. And that's what you're really trying to do with all run plays. Obviously, you know, in a perfect world, you get everybody blocked and it's a clear lane. Most coaches think, okay, if I, if I can get my running back in a hole with one guy, the running back should be able to beat one guy and then it's a big run. So um, I don't like how he's looking back right here and doesn't really adjust. Now he, he, he does um, 
end up getting to the second level and getting hands on, but it was, and the running backs able to squirt through that, <laughs> those guys right there, but it was a little bit too slow for me. So I like to see that be a little bit quicker um, in terms of his uh, kind of reaction and awareness and just knowing how to play that um, overall right there. So next play, we're going to see, I think this is an ISO play. Oops. The updated zoom, it's going to screw me up a little bit. It's not a huge update, but it's a little bit different with the button layout, so it's going to screw me up. Um, all right, so um, they're running – looks like they're running like a bend back ISO or bent ISO, whatever you want to call it. So um, he really just wants to kick him out or seal him to the backside, that defensive end, um, for Beckton. Again – there are some issues in the run game that I have with him. I don't, I don't like how his feet hop right here. See the hop. And I always talk about, you don't, you really don't want to leave your feet in any, in any scenario. You're not really leaving your feet unless you're pulling off like one of those crazy um, club rips or, or swipe moves that Aaron Donald does, which is okay. Um, even though it shouldn't necessarily work. Some swims, you can leave your feet if, if you have to get over a guy really quickly, but you better watch your armpit. Uh, obviously if you're a receiver corner jumping up for a ball, that's, that's the obvious type scenarios that I'm not necessarily talking about, but um, offensive lineman, defensive lineman, you really rarely want to leave your feet. Um, skip pole more in space. You can do it, uh, but not right here. So I, I don't like that. He's hopping. And the main issue I have with this is not even necessarily the hop. I would like to see him take a more consistent angle because if you're trying, if you're trying to seal this guy on the backside and the, and the run is for this, for this a gap right here, um, you know, away from Becton, then all you really want to do is climb vertically, get your hips square and kick this guy out or seal him to the backside. You don't want to work at a horizontal level, letting him scrape over the top of you. So he needs to fix his angle right here. Um, I'd like to see him work his hips more upfield instead of see, see how he works laterally gets uh, the guy gets hands on uh, arm over and now he's almost in on the play. Now he doesn't get on the play, but he, he easily could have, if this linebacker was to come downhill and squeeze the run, now he's to cut backside. And now the, the linebacker or the, uh, the D end is here now. Yeah. There's another linebacker in there, but again, if you can make the play a running back one-on-one -on -one with a guy in the hole, then that's, you know, then that's uh, what you, what you ideally want. I do, you know, ideally ideally you want nobody to beat but um it's just not really super realistic because the quarterback is not really blocking um but that's why the the, the zone option all that stuff was uh was invented so again two two horizontal wanting to see co cover the play side with it with its hips um now listen all the plays are not going to be bad but it's the first plays i saw so all right, vertical sets. We're going to get into some of those. Again, got to be fair. There's going to be some bad plays. There's going to be some good plays. Um, but overall, I, I think that based on what I watched, uh, I would be more encouraged with the vertical sets than um, before and hearing about his vertical sets and how much work he needs on them. I, I think that a lot of that, that, that talk came from the lack of vertical sets, not what he did in his vertical sets necessarily. Um, and I'm saying, you know, for a guy who's 6'7", 360, I think he wants to play at 355, which 6'7", 355 is still huge, but he's going to get even more athletic, which is which would be ridiculous. Um, but for a guy that big, he's going to have some leniency in terms of his technique where he might not need perfect leverage or to play a pass set perfectly, whether it be framing the rusher or perfect feet or whatever like that, because he 
has the size to make up for that. You know, he doesn't have 32 inch arms, you know, he has 35 inch arms or 34 and something inch arms. He's six, seven. So his body covers a lot of areas. So that's a benefit um, of being as big as he is. And usually guys that are as big as he is can't move like he does. So um, in terms of offensive line prospects, he's a special, he's a physical specimen. You don't really see a lot. He, if he hits his ceiling, said it before the Jets drafted him, uh, I think he needs a lot of work in some areas, but, he could be the best offensive lineman out of this class um, just based on his, his, his size. Like Worfs is a great athlete, but Beckton's a great athlete and is a massive, you know, so um, Wills is underrated too. He's, he, his athletic ability to get talked about a lot more if he wasn't in this class. So um, vertical set right here from, from Beckton. Um, and again, for, for a guy, for a guy who is as big as he is, um, I, I think I think it's a pretty smooth pass set. Um, he's not really leaning too hard onto his toes. Um, his he has short choppy steps, um, which is good. You don't want steps that are, that are too big. Again, not allowing for quick change of direction. Um, he stays pretty square to his guy. Um, I would probably like to see a little bit less of him bowing this out a little bit. Um, just to protect against the inside gap, but the the benefit, and, you, and once I watch it, I'm realizing it now is they're 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 sliding in their gap protection um, to the left, so he has the ability to be able to cover against the outside a little bit more because he knows he has the right guard inside of him. So I'm going to retract that statement. Um, this guy's on an island; they're all sliding, and there's a difference between slide protection, gap protection, gap protection. You could slide in gap protection, but you're still taking the guys into the into the gaps where true slide protection is is man blocking so man 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 whatever it may be so this is a they're 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 shuffling or sliding and gap protection but no there's a difference between slide and actual gap protection um so he picks up the edge again good good base good balance he's pretty low um uses his length as as that defender comes into the contact window catches him in the chest um Continues run run up with uh run up the arc with him. Now I'm not sure if he feels his hand. I'm not necessarily sure. It could be a combination of both. If he feels that hand coming, or if they're kind of, or he's reaching a little bit too much for contact, so he pulls his arms away because he doesn't want to get too top heavy. Regardless, whatever the situation is, it's it's good in either way. Whether that be him disengaging because he's 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 the, the defender is too far away, regain your balance, then shoot again, or if it's because of the arm, or if it's because of a combination of both. Like I said, regardless, it's it's good. Um, he pulls his hands away. The defender was was banking on that contact to kind of maintain his balance. Um, Beckton pulls his arms away shoots again now he might be leaning a little bit into that shot uh, but the guy's already off balance so it's not it's not it's not uh, something that I'm gonna criticize him too much for but I think he does reach for it a little too a little too bit right there but he gets his hands on um, and is able to, to just continue to run the the edge rusher up the arc so a uh, good pass that for sure from from Beckton on um, on that one again minor improvements can be made for sure on every play uh, you know myself and, and Marcus Coleman talked about it last show uh, you can make improvements on pretty much every single player from every single player. Let's see this next one. Another pass set. Um, the one thing I do like about him is one, his drag hand. He threw out this drag hand just to, just to prevent anything from coming to the B gap quickly. Um, and I like that his eyes are checking the inside. It looks like it's either checking this D tackle or the linebacker. It looks at first to be the, he's, he's checking, he's checking that, that D tackle. Um, the D tackle doesn't come 
um, into that B gap. Uh, he drops into a vertical set again, good balance. His, 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 his feet aren't too big um, or his steps aren't too big. He's not on his toes. He has a good base. He has good, he has, you know, good balance right here. Um, now, the, my one criticism is that his, his left hand looks to be shooting high. Again, he, he does shoot high um, a little bit too much. The edge rusher does deflect uh, the hand. You can see that the hands come together right there. Uh, patty cake. So now it's really, you know, left, left arm of the rusher versus right arm of Becton. Becton is able to land it. Looks like it sh could be it's, – it's either top of the shoulder pit or under the armpit. I don't know which it is um, just because I obviously can't see right here. Um, but he is able to obviously torque him outside. You see that power really generating through those hips up into his arm. Right there, that punch punches him outside, disengages, gets his hands back inside, runs with them. I'll play it in full speed. Again, drag hands good. The eyes are good. The, the feet are good. The base is good. The hand might shoot a little bit high, um, but it's not, again, it's not terrible. Right hand lands, torques him outside. Uh, disengages because he doesn't want to lean, uh, then re-engages and runs him up the arc. Good play. For sure, good play. Um, again, again, it's not like he – when he did pass sets, he was absolutely dreadful. That's, that's not the case. He just didn't do it as much as you'd necessarily like to see because you do see some inexperience come up in um, stunts and things like that that I, I will show. I think I have at least a one stunt where his eyes aren't continuing to, uh, continually scanning like they should be. Um, Let's see here. Okay, so this is one of my issues with him in the run game. Now, he does make a lot of flashy plays, and, and I'll show them. Again, I, I don't like the footwork right there. You see how that, that left foot is, again, taking like one of those zero steps where it's not really doing much of anything. And then watch how big that, that step from the inside foot is. You, do, you, don't, you really do not want steps that big, especially within that contact window or when you're expecting quick contact. Again, if you're pulling and you have to skip pull, square pull, shuffle pull, whatever pull it is, open pull. Um, yes, you can take bigger steps because you're trying to cover ground. But when you're trying to cover ground and there's a guy inside, you have to be a little bit more disciplined with your feet. Um, so I don't love that. You can see the left hand lands pretty high again. It's on the top of the shoulder pad. It's not really generating a lot of force. Again, there's things you can criticize on every play. But he is able to get that right hand on. Clearly torques him outside, raw power. He, he's, he is, he's a beast. Um, will he be able to move defensive ends in, in NFL like that consistently? No. Will he? Sometimes? Yes. <laughs> Especially if he cleans up his technique. You know, if, if he has short, shorter, choppier steps, get, lands that left hand, um, you know, whether it be under the armpit or even just on the front of the shoulder pad because you're not generating him back if you're on top, like maybe a little bit, but not, not much. So he's able to torque him. My issue with this play now is he has a tendency to just torque guys outside and disengage where I really want to see him run through this punch. So get your hands on and like climb that tree. Like they say, get your hands on and you can torque him outside, but maintain grip with him and, and climb that tree, you know, work off your insteps. And it looks like you're almost trying to freaking bring your crotch into their crotch or bring your crotch into, um, you know, their leg, whatever it might be. But like, just like I talked about with Mims blocking, you want to grab them, get them close and then, and then climb that tree, as they say. Um, but he has a tendency to, to get guys, throw them away. Um, it doesn't run through his hands. So here you see him throw this guy away. Great. It looks great. But now the, the line, the linebacker is able to, uh, you have a second shot at getting on the play. Now, yeah, the, the you know the running back um, 
into the they're running like a a read zone split right here, and the running back has to cut back, and now the linebacker is able to run and get on the tackle. Now, was the running back getting tackled anyway? Yes. Process first results. So I want to see him run through his hands right here. Again, looks flashy, but he allows the guy to get back in on the play. Um, ideally, the running back doesn't have to cut back, but he does. And let's say, you know, if, if, uh, if the center was able to, to, to bat a block back on that guy and drive him a little bit more and have a little bit more control, um, you know, whatever the situation may be, if there wasn't other defenders, maybe now he gets tackled by Becton's guy. Now it's Becton's fault. Now it was partially his fault because he did, you know, let a guy get in, but um, just using an example of where maybe the running back could have went for a big gain right here, but because Beck didn't try to throw the guy instead of really blocking him, um, it, it led to to the guy he was blocking get in on the play. So next play, hops. Okay, like I said, going to be fair. A lot of things he has to work on. Uh, I think now that he's working with, with Duke Mannyweather, again, you know, uh, being one of the highest uh, touted offensive line guru type guys out there, works with guys like, I think, Travis Frederick and Zach Martin and whoever else and blah, 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 blah. I, I think it's definitely Zach Martin or Travis Frederick, one of those guys. Um, but he is considered a, a really good guy. Um, and I also think, listen, a lot of people I talked about on Scott's podcast uh, a couple of weeks ago, I'm not going to get into the full topic, but – Frank Pollock was a really highly regarded offensive line coach. You can't come into a situation in one year and change everybody's mindset on the offensive line. If you're, co if you're coaching a bunch of veterans, you've been coached for five, six, seven, eight years. And how it's, you think it's going to be that quick to change those guys and make them a good offensive line. Like you don't just get guys and they're good offensive linemen because you have a good offensive line coach. Like they have to be willing to, watch the film and to be willing to change you have to be willing to work on their technique you know there's a lot of people who can change their technique in practice but once once shit starts hitting the fan in the game um they they revolt they revert back to your old to your old game so would i blame him if the line continues to be bad with the young guys and they don't develop correctly yes but he's coaching guys like jonathan harrison uh you know beecham Shell, all these guys who learn bad technique throughout their career, um, college, you know, previous offensive line coach, whatever it may be, or maybe they're not talented, but you can't expect the offensive line coach to come into a bad offensive line, just make them good. Like that's not how it works. <laughs> so um, give the guy another couple of years. He's a highly regarded offensive line coach. So I don't have as much worries about that. So I, I have faith with Pollock. Uh, with a guy like Becton. Now you could bring up Chumo Doga. Yeah, Chumo Doga, he was terrible at left tackle. He was actually not terrible at right tackle. He was okay. And he's a third round, he's a boy, was a third round pick two years ago. Um, people develop. You're not going to get a third round tackle who's just going to start and, and dominate the league right away. But Doga, when he's playing right tackle, looked like he had some promise. So I think, I think it's going to be an interesting battle between him and Fant, uh, most likely on that right side. Uh, I get Monty to move back into the left side, but I, listen, he's a left tackle. Keep him at left tackle. Let him take his bumps at left tackle. Uh, it's not, it's not, I, I don't get the whole, like the left tackle, right tackle thing. I get that left tackle is a little bit, a little bit more important because you're, you're protecting the, the blind side. The right tackles tend to go against the better guys because a lot of the guys rush off of that, that left side of the defense, the right side of the offensive formation. Um, so I don't want to, you know, Becton to uh, move to the right side and move to the left. Like I rather just keep them on the left and then let Fant and Adogo fight it out for the right. Adogo is better at right. Um, then he has left fans probably better at left than he has right. But listen, if you want a job, you know, get better at right. Uh, and if he plays right tackle and continues to play right tackle or, le or right tackle, like he did left tackle towards the end of 2019 season, talking about George Fant, um, 
he might he might be a decent right tackle. Like I said, he uh, he progressed a lot. We'll, we'll we'll watch his film. I got like too many plays of him though. I think I got like sixty plays. I'm either gonna do two shows or or, or minimize that to like forty, forty five, fifty. But um, I don't know if people want to watch sixty, sixty five plays of him. You might, but uh, and I'm going to warn you the the that that first half an hour of that show is going to be absolutely brutal because he was terrible in 2018. Um, again, here similar issue as we talked about before. So they're running another zone split. Becton, if any, and this is not outside zone. This is definitely this is definitely like an inside zone split. Um, so he really wants to kick this guy out. He he's he's not even trying to get outside leverage right here. But again, the the footwork isn't good. Covers a little bit more ground with that left foot. But look how big his that that inside foot is. And when I say that, I'm not saying how big his foot is. Like he's a size 16. I, I, I just, I, I mean to say his steps. That's just how I kind of refer to it at times. So he hops, gets his face crossed. And now the running back, yeah, you know what? He gets outside. Great job by the running back. But it's not a good play for Becton. So again, what you want to see is um, him climb vertically and then get out. You know, cover that inside gap. Um, if he were to... Well, the, this, these guys don't do a great job either, but that's not, that's not what I'm worried about. I'm worried about Becton. I want to see him climb, whether that be, again, with another on-step, near-step, uh, whatever you want to call it. I want to see him climb up to this guy and then out, not over, then up. You don't want to go over, then up when you want the inside. You want to go over, then up if you want the outside, but that's not the case right here. So he needs to fix his feet um, a little bit right there for sure. Let's see the next one, two-handed punch. Apparently, me maximizing the screen like this makes it better video quality. I don't know if that's true. I'm gonna watch back and see. I never, I never maximized the screen for both myself and and you guys when I'm watching this because I thought it was big enough. But apparently, it makes it cleaner. So I don't, we'll see. Again, pretty, pretty, pretty good pass set. Um, good balance, short, choppy steps. He might be leaning a little bit on his toes right here. I would say maybe just a little bit. But, and he might be opening his hips up a little bit too, a little bit too soon. So, again, I'm not sure what the running back's job is right here. I'm not sure if he's just watching that linebacker or not. If the running back is filling this B gap, then he has a little bit of more room to to open his hips up like that. Um, if not, then I would watch it for sure. So I'm not. I'm just gonna throw that out there. Um, but you don't want to open up your hips too early because now if the guy you know, plants hard outside, cross chop, and then can, can knife inside and beat you inside. So you really want to take, protect the inside gap first before the outside because the outside, they're still going to have to turn and run around the arc where if you go through the B gap, you're right in the quarterback's face. You, you know, that's why interior rushers, if they're elite, are, are more effective than outside rushers, in my opinion. Um, it's, it's a, you know, guys like Aaron Donald are just crazy. So I would say he's leaning a little bit on his toes, but I still think he has relatively good balance, short, choppy steps. Um, he might be able to be a little bit lower in, in his, in his uh, kick slide, but again, overall, it's, it's still pretty positive. Times his punch well, lands the guy in the chest. Now, the thing with two-handed punches from anywhere on the field, it locks your hips, so you have to be really careful with them. If, you, if, you get, if your hands get defeated here, you're pretty much screwed. So I'm just going to throw that out there. Um, he, but if it lands and it works, it works. So times it well. You can see as he, as he goes to throw that, that punch, he, he hops back into his anchor a little bit, drops his hips. He wants to get under the guy, and he is he's his hat is underneath the the outside linebacker DN's hat. Um, call him a defensive end. Doesn't really matter. Stand stand up stand up end 
four point end, three point end, stand up backer. Like it's, I just call that's why I call them edger emails because you know, it just because a D end is standing up doesn't make him an outside linebacker necessarily. You know, so um, I, I don't get too. That's 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 stupid stuff to worry about in my opinion. So length throws up here, nice leverage as he hops back, literally lifts the guy off in the air. <laughs> so strength right there. Um, and then the quarterback, he, he does scramble. So it's going to be hard for him to not to know where the quarterback is and to, to, to maintain um, contact with him as he runs upfield. So a uh, good play by Beckton though. Again, little, little improvements, you know, opening up his hips to maybe a little a hair too early. Um, leaning on his toes a little bit too much. Want to watch a two-handed punch, but if it works, it works. But overall, uh, I'm, I'm still grading that out as a positive play um, for Makai Becton. Power zone. All right. Let's see this next one. Again, I'll maximize. Hopefully it's doing something. Um, all right. Obviously, I don't have to tell you he's, left, he's a left tackle. If he was a left tackle and right tackle and switching all the time, I would, I would tell you. So um, a lot of people watching this play might say, oh, well, he let the D end crash inside. He, that's a bad play for him. That's, that's designed. Um, it's, it's like a lead play. But instead of hit, instead of Beckton blocking this D end and the running back or the fullback, H back, whatever you want to call him, I'm calling a fullback here, um, blocks the the play side backer. Um, that would be the lead zone. But because he's bypassing that D end, um, and the, and that that the fullback is blocking the D end, I call that a, that's a power zone to me. That's how I identify that play. So power zone, Beckton bypasses him. Good angle to the second level. Stays pretty square. I want to watch this in full speed, though. Sorry for rewinding. Um, yeah, control. You see, you see that he's control. He's he's not running too fast. He's not coming too uncontrolled, in, or he's not coming uncontrolled in the second level. Um, he's maintaining a good speed, but he's he's also not going to try to just absolutely blow this guy up, um, which is great. That's that's a good play. Um, I like the I like the hand placement. Might be a little bit too high, but it's it's okay. He lands his hands on him. And drives him back, you know, five yards. Obviously, he uh, gets his hands on right here and literally throws him back three yards, and then gets his hands on again. Completely takes him out of the play. Um, so good, good angle by Beckton. Good footwork data around that guy. That's a that's a good play. Again, it's not a bad play from Beckton. It's a power zone that that was designed. That's the that's the problem with a lot of people watching um, film who don't know what they're watching. They're gonna say, "Oh, that's a bad play by Beckton." It's it's literally designed. Um, this play. Oh, okay. This is ridiculous. So I'm going to, I'm going to hit it. I'm going to hit him with a negative for this, even though I love it. Like I love the mindset. This is, so this is both a negative and a positive. You're, you're, I'm, I'm talking about him right here. I'll, I'll describe the play a little bit better than, you know, after this, but love that he's destroying the guy out of bounds, but I hate it at the same time because the ref is standing right there. The guy is clearly out of bounds and giving up on the play and he rocks him. That's a 15 yard penalty. And it's most likely shutting down your drive. I'm not sure what the down and distance was. Let's see. Uh, second and nine, second and 10. Um, so now it's, so now it's second and 25, you know, you, you, you don't want that. I love the mindset, but you really, really got to be careful with that. So, uh, I'll play that in full speed because he absolutely destroys them after I show the technique. Um, so he's taking bigger steps here. Uh, they're aiming for the, for the a gap, like another, I don't know why the defense is playing. So this, this has to be, um, at the end of a half or something like that. I'm, I'm going to assume this at the end of a half. I should have 
I don't know if the film showed the halftime and stuff like that, but obviously they're dropping back into a, into a, a soft three. So um, they're going to just take yardage and probably try to get the next play out of bounds. I'm going to assume and get a field goal. Um, but Beckton wants to kick out that edge. He's, he's going on a combo with the inside guy. So yeah, he has big steps here, but it's in a different scenario. So he has big steps because he wants to protect the outside. He has, a, he has an inside guy. So if he is to cross his face, he hits the inside. Um, so there's different scenarios, like I'm saying, where big steps are allowed. Big steps are allowed in this play. Gets hands on, torques him. Again, that natural core power that he has is absurd. And the strength in his upper body, lower body, core, everything is it's really strong. So looks like his left hand lands into the into the neck area and the right hand lands either, either whether it be like I said into the armpit or in the shoulder. Probably the armpit, based on how this guy comes up like that. Yeah, I'm gonna say the armpit, torques him all the way to the outside. My the physical mindset, like so I love that. So I love him torquing him outside, getting hands on again. And even running them down right here and kind of just like, you know, bumping them outside, like bumping them, talking shit. I'm fine with that. So I love the, I love the secondary push, staying with the play, staying with the play. Love the mindset, like I said, of absolutely rocking that guy, but that should be a 15-yard penalty. I have no idea how it was not a penalty. Um, again, yeah, it looks like he gets under the armpit. And look, at, look how, just look how strong this freaking guy is. He doesn't really have any help right there. He doesn't have any help from the, from the guard. And he literally lifts this guy off his feet for, you know, a split second and just continues to drive him out of the play. Like that's, again, I'm going to play this in full speed from the beginning. So just appreciate his power. Again, has to be careful. Absolutely rocking this guy out of bounds. But it didn't get called, so I love it. Um, but in the NFL, it's going to get called nine out of ten times. Look how far he's out of bounds, and he rocks him. So um, good and bad from Beckton. Overall good. Just watch, watch, your, uh, watch that penalty. All right, next play. Play 10 of 30. <laughs> all right i'll play that in full speed again just he is he's definitely a beast man but um again there could be some improvements i'm gonna watch this play um to see exactly what they could be again with the foot with the feet th this this zero step i i really want to see that eliminated you see how that foot creates no movement that inside step and look how big that other step is where his feet are crossing and now he's off balance. If, if, there's a, if, if a DN sees this in the NFL, they're going to shoot into his chest. Like they might, they might have outside technique, so he takes big steps um, and then shoot into his chest. And he's, even though he's huge, it's going to be hard for him to recover to a DN in his chest with his feet crossed and leaning. So I want to see, again, different footwork. I don't love that really drastic, uh, dramatic, whatever you want to call it, um, inside step. Now – good job landing his right hand onto the shoulder pad and just torquing this guy, you know, five yards onto his ass. <laughs> so I love that part. I love the strength. I love the I love the hand placement of the inside hand right there. And then running him down and jumping on him. Like I said, and I'll say it again in the future, when you're getting thrown to your face and then a 360 pound guy is jumping on you, it's going to make you think twice about wanting to go up against them for sure. It's, it's just, there's no way it doesn't. Um, but in the NFL, it could be a little bit different. It gets caught in the chest right there. Uh, another play. I literally just put Becton toss, guys. <laughs> Again, you have to love the mindset. You could tell what Joe Douglas is trying to do with bringing it, and you're going to see two back-to-back -back offensive line shows with the mindsets that him and Clark have. 
I really do think Clark is going to be a guard, whether that be left guard, whether that, you know, whether that be day one, probably not because there's no rookie mini camp. There's no training. Like there's none of these things. Now it seems like the Jets are going to go back to camp and stuff in July. Um, so he's less time to develop. He has a transition to a new position. So maybe he doesn't start year one, maybe he starts mid mid season, but um, I, I would love, like, I, like I said, I think he's definitely gonna be a guard, right guard, left guard, whatever. Um, I would love, though, for him to be a left guard and have him and Beckton next to each other. They're going to be running behind them all the time with Le'Veon Bell. If, if they, even if Clark starts with bad technique, um, the power and the nastiness those guys have together as a, as a duo. Imagine those guys on a combo block. It's going to be, it's going to be fun to watch. So um, we'll see what happens. We'll see, we'll see if, he, if he starts and then, they, you know, maybe they cut Winters and they keep Van Roten at right guard. Because I think it's like a three-year contract, but it's like, uh, you know, really a one-year contract on, on guaranteed money. Um, ideally, what happens is Beckton is your left tackle, Clark's your left guard. You have Fant or Doga step up and just be a decent right, right tackle. That's fine. Like you could survive with a decent right tackle. And then next year, whether it be through free agency, second round pick, third round pick, you get it another guard, have him compete with Winters and, 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 you know, um, Van Roten or, or Lewis or whoever it may be. And they, and then they take over, but um, I'm hopeful for the line. It's definitely going in the right direction. It's not a good line yet. They might be an average line, which an average line from last year um, is a big upgrade. So less, so there's another zero step right there from him. Less, less dramatic inside step. Again, pretty similar as last play. He's able to land the left hand. It looks like on the elbow or maybe in the armpit. And the right hand looks like it lands on the shoulder, torques him outside again to his ass. And then like the mindset here, you got to love it. It's not like he just falls in this guy. You see, he, he loads up a little bit, gets his hands in and literally goes to throw him to the ground. <laughs> like that, that mindset is, is, it's great. It really is great. Again, the zero step, I don't love that. Big step from the inside, not as big as last time. His feet don't necessarily cross as badly. Right hand onto the shoulder pad, extend, torque him outside, literally throws him to the ground. The guy's like sliding across the turf and then finishes him. He, he destroys guys when they're on the ground. I love that. Now, there might be a scenario or two that I'll bring up in the future where he needs to look for extra blocks instead of doing that. Um, pass set. Again, I'm bringing up the negatives too, but good play. Drag hand right there. You want that drag hand out. Good base, good balance, not too big of steps. You don't, you don't, see, you don't see him – like I, I broke with Andrew Thomas, which people are – some people now like just are saying Andrew Thomas has the, – he's the best pass setter of all of these guys in the draft, which is crazy because he doesn't have the feet. Like Thomas, you see his helmet bouncing, 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 bouncing. Uh, bouncing. When you have smooth, even steps, and you and you have that natural like fluidity, um, you don't see the helmet bouncing. You don't see Beckton's helmet bouncing right here. It's it's at a pretty even plane, um, choppy steps, good feet. Again, for a guy of his size moving the way he does, it's rare. Like like he he moves like a guy who's three hundred twenty pounds. Um, drag hands out. Guy comes into the contact window. Now he 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 might. I I would. The only thing I would say here is. Um, he does reach a little bit for contact. Again, it's not, it's not too dramatic, but if that guy is able to land that chop right there, it might be a little bit different of an outcome. Um, it's just a little criticism and you can tell, you can see how high the hands are. You want the hands ideally lower. Um, again, it's harder for a guy, his size, but it's something he has to think about rep by rep. Um, 
but still good timing of the punch. He, he, he frames him pretty well. He's not too far outside. He's not too far inside. He's not, he's, he's not too, um, he, he doesn't drop too deep, you know, so good play pushes him away, reengages and completely shuts down the rush. Definitely a, uh, a good job right there. All right, next play. Tries reading something. Um, next play. Becton tosses edge. <laughs> I have a feeling we're going to see some pretty similar footwork. Yeah. So it looks like they're running like another lead zone, lead outside zone. Again, with the footwork, I don't love that big zero step. Covers a little, it doesn't even cover any ground, let's say. Maybe not even, maybe, maybe six inches, maybe a foot. So then you see how his feet start crossing right here. I don't, I don't love that. I want to see, I want to see um, more even steps from the inside and the outside. But uses his length, gets his hands inside, right hand under, extends, torques him, circular force. Again, there's the those couple of uh, forces you have you have you have push pull lift and torque, or circular force. Tosses the guy outside. Oh, I remember the, the negative of this play. Okay, so he tosses the guy outside to his ass. Love it, great. Could fi fix the feet a little bit. Sure, the guy slows up on his ass. My thing is here. Look for another block. You see, he kind of watches that guy. Doesn't really do anything with the rest of the play. Ideally, throws this guy to the ground. You see he's finished. Now find another block. You know, at, at this point, if he tosses this guy, now if, he, now if he, he, he scans, he sees this guy outside, he sees this guy scraping over the top with nobody blocking him, turn back and drop your freaking shoulder into this guy and throw him on his ass too. So now you have two pancakes, and now your running back can, can cut through this hole. See what I'm saying? So he, he gets distracted right here by, by doing that. So he, he needs to flash his eyes inside, pick up this guy. Now the running back might have a touchdown run of 60-something yards. Um, so that's the negative of that play to me. I, I, I want to see him look for a block right there instead of being focused on the guy just threw to the ground. Some situations, sure, finish a guy. In that situation, don't. Pass set, again, just wanted to highlight these. Um, this is the main reason for the show, the main reason me trying to find the film on, on him. Uh, the all 22 angles a lot, not a lot of people have is to look at his pass sets because that was his big question. Again. Short, choppy steps. His helmet's not bouncing too much. It is bouncing a little bit, but not too much. Short, choppy steps. He frames the rusher pretty well. He's not too far inside. He's not too far outside. Maybe he opens up his hips a little bit too early right here. It's not anything bad. It's not anything that's, that's, that's too bad, though. The guy the guy's really far outside, for, so for him to cross his face quickly, it's going to be pretty hard. So a little bit more leniency when the guy is that far outside. Um, but I would watch it. Drops his hips. Works off his off of his insteps again. The insteps right here, the mid foot, mid midpoint of the foot. That's where you generate your most power. You're working against the the natural lever points. You don't you don't want to be taking on a block with your with your toes straight at them because your your knees act as that natural lever point. They they want to bend. They're 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 designed to bend. Um, in this situation, bending um, isn't as strong. So works off the insteps. Double shoot hands inside. And extends. Rush, the rush is shut down now. And I'm going to play it in full speed. 
I said all that stuff. I like the mirroring ability, ability after, like you said, good balance, good shot. His movement's pretty good for sure. Um, just for a regular guy, not even considering how big he is. So if, if you pair his size plus his movement ability, plus let's just say, let's just say he has decent technique. If he, if he ends up having overall decent technique, he's a pro ball. He's a pro ball tackle. Now, if he has good technique to great technique, he's an all pro player. That's how high this guy's ceiling is. So I think with decent technique, he's a pro baller. Um, he definitely has some things to work on, but um, I'm definitely higher on him watching more of these angles with pass sets than I was, you know, uh, before I did not have them. He might have been my second guy if I watched this. Uh, Andrew Thomas was my fourth. Um, yeah, Andrew, no, no, Beckton was my fourth. Thomas was my third. Worf was my second. Uh, Beckton was third for the Jets. I thought Andrew Thomas would be the worst fit for the Jets, but fit for the Jets, I think he might be the second best player. I, I, I still like Wills the most, but I, uh, I really do like Beckton. Okay. Combo box at second level. With the guard, obviously, on this play. So I like the eyes right here. Yeah, the eyes and the movement right here is really, really good. Um, Beckton coming down on a combo block trying to move you, good luck. <laughs> like, really good luck. So right hand inside, drives him. The eyes are on the second level. The eyes on the second level, second level. Really good timing to peel off of that. I really, really like this play from Beckton. Obviously, when he gets his hands on you and he's going to start driving through his legs and, and activating his full power, you're moving. You're, you're just going to move. There's just really no way. Unless, unless you pop him in the chest, he doesn't have hands on. That's the only way you're going to stop him. Um, but in that situation, he's not going to. Doesn't overcommit. He's attacking half of the man. Good timing. Pops this guy right in the chest. Literally lifts him off his feet. Literally. Again, the guy is in the air right now. He's in the air. It's, he's not hopping back. He's literally he's lifted up at, off of his feet. Two hundred and some pound guy. Beckton just absolutely destroys him. Up light in full speed. Good hand placement. Not overcommitting. Good eyes. Good timing. Coming off. Pops it on the chest. Extends and continues to run him down. Fantastic. That is a fantastic play. Um, on that, I think I think that's a veer. I didn't I didn't watch the rest of the the whole thing or what I labeled it, but it looked like a veer. Oh, I'm not maximizing anymore. There you go, maximizing. That should be a good test right there. See if it was the, all the uh, video quality wasn't as good when I didn't maximize the screen. Okay. Yes, I remember this play. This is where I talk about some of the stunts. So Virginia just runs. They're they're just running this TE stunt, and they're sending an extra blitzer um, on a like delayed blitz. Um, after the fact. So I like, I like the blitz pickup, you know, again, good pass set. He sees the guy looping inside, looks inside, gets his hand on, um, takes over that block with, with the, with the left guard. Great. But at this point, his eyes have to continue to scan this guy. This guy is obviously going to run right by him. His eyes don't see it. He's looking inside. His eyes stay inside. He doesn't really ever look outside. The guy runs right by him. Um, well, he notices too late right here. Um, and the guy runs right by him, and he is able to get the uh, hit on the quarterback. Looks like it's probably incompletion, but it went out of bounds anyway, obviously. Um, so good stunt pickup, but his eyes need to continue to scan, and that's something he didn't see a ton of because he wasn't playing um, in, 
in an offense that took a lot of true pass sets. So he's going to see even more exotic blitzes in the NFL. So he needs more active eyes um, on this play. Next play. Takes block out of screen. <laughs> All right. Again, it's it's pretty similar to the other plays I was showing. Don't love that first step. Hands inside. Again, good hand placement, good power, good core strength, good a lot of good, good timing. Um, just want to see the feet change a little bit. Again, you don't want your feet crossing right there in that contact window. That's my criticism on that play. Still ends up being a good play. Gets under him. Throws the guy out. Literally, again, lifting another guy pretty much off of his feet, throwing him outside. And he's not going to stop there. He's going to run you down, uh, and he's going to get hands on again. People don't want any part of it. He literally takes the block. He starts the block at the let's just let's just call it the hash and give the guy an extra yard. Throws him all the way outside, and he probably runs him close to the sideline right there. <laughs> so that's what you that's what you want to see um, for sure. Let's see. Okay, play eighteen. uncontrolled the second level all right so he's gonna he he's gonna block he's uh, i don't know let's see what this play is looks like another lead zone they run a lot of zone there which is good if you want to call it a lead zone you want to call it a boss zone because he's blocking the safety um call it whatever you want so he's he's moving to the second level because this guy knifes inside. If this guy was to was to knife into the B gap or even try to get outside of him, he's gonna block that guy. Um, but because he he goes inside, um, he's in a zone step. And if if that guy's in his zone, take him. If he's not, then go to the second level. So he goes to the second level. I want more control right here though from Beckton. You know the angle of the running back is gonna be outside. You know that he um, this linebacker, if he's aggressive, is gonna try to undercut you, which he does. So you want more square hips. You you want to see him. Um, come and be more square and be able to play the inside or the outside. He's really only playing the outside right there with the angle he's taking. The guy is able to shoot under him and makes a tackle on the running back for, I think it's a loss of yards. So uh, he needs to climb with more, with more control right here with his, with his hips more square to that guy. Undercuts him and, uh, like I said, makes that tackle. So next play, pass set. Again, wanted to highlight him. It's probably going to be pretty similar. Quick pass up again. Good even steps, good base, good balance. He's he's pretty wide, which is good. He's pretty low. You can see that he's pretty low on this play. I like that. He's not. He doesn't. He doesn't get out too far. His eyes. And the good thing about this play is too are his eyes. His his eyes are fixated on the on the uh, the edge right there. He sees him drop back. Peel peel uh, peel technique. Eyes flash inside immediately. See a quick flash inside. Matches him, frames him well, splitting him, gets low. Look how low he is into this block for as big as he is. Pretty good. And, he's, and he lifts him up. Again, the, nice pass set. It was a quick pass set, but a good one. Another pass set. This again, was it going to be the emphasis? Okay, so I'm seeing a one issue on that play. 
to me, he opens up a little bit too early right here. You see this this blocking position? Do you see how it, you see this is where you say like your the the upper body and lower body are disconnected? He's on a line right here. His body's all twisted because he opens up a little bit too soon, and the, and the guy tries to go speed to power on him. Um, I'm fine with the feet, but don't open up right here when you're punching. Just get to your set point, throw this outside arm right into his chest, come underneath with that right foot, and just drive him outside. Uh, so he he opens up a little bit too soon right there with that punch. I just want to see that left shoot into there. Now he is able, I'm going to assume he's available to anchor down. Yeah, so he, so he is able to anchor down. But again, if this is the NFL at the end, um, he's almost onto the quarterback's lap. So I, I like that, you know, once he's in a compromised position, he knows to hop his feet back, drop his, his hips. You can see how, how far his body drops right here. He's always high. He's a little bit high into this block, drops his hips, and lifts the guy up. You don't want to go force against force, push against push. You want to go lift against or, – or, or you want to lift against push. Yeah, you want to lift push to deflect force instead of going force against force. So I like that he starts to lift right there, but um, he was onto his quarterback's lap a little bit. Good recovery, though. All right. Coming to the final 10. This is a – let pass that. All right. Again, over, overall pretty good. Um, if you watch again, I, I, once they engage or after they engage, I, I like the movement skills after to mirror him, mirror him for sure. Like, look, that's pretty good movement from a guy his size. Or actually, let's, let's, let me retract that. That's really good movement from a guy his size. Good base, choppy steps, stays pretty square. Yeah, he stays pretty square. Um, he might open his hips up a little bit, but that's a small gap for anybody to get through. So I'm not going to really criticize that. I just wanted to mention it. My issue here is the reach. You don't, and when you reach like this, what happens is, you know, you, you, you tend to lose power because when you're reaching, you don't have your full body again with anything, you know, try, try, if you want to hit something, you want to hit it close. You know, that's like uppercuts are so effective and so powerful because it's so condensed, um, holding something again, hold milk out like this, or if you're, you know, whatever, hold it, hold that with one arm or try to hold that with one arm tight to your body. You're gonna be able to hold it with one, with one arm tight to your body. Um, so you don't want to, you don't want to reach You're losing power. Um, and it also telegraphs it a little bit. So it's not as powerful and it's telegraphed. You can see how you can see how the hands flash right, right there. Defensive linemen in the NFL are going to see those telegraphed hands and they're going to chop them down, especially shooting two hands that far. Um, two hand shots. You got to be really careful with them. Two hand shots you want in tight confined spaces. Um, you don't really want it reaching with two hands, you know, specifically, um, you don't want to reach it regardless, but especially with two hands. So the, he's not able to fully defeat the hands because the right hand still lands onto the shoulder. You'd see it deliver some pop right there, that pop. Um, so watch the reach, but he, uh, and you can see he's off. He's a little bit off balance. He's, his weight around his toes right here. Um, now he is able to recover. Uh, but again, just an area for improvement overall positive play though. Good feed again, good base, you know, um, he does reach, but he's not too far off balance. He's a little bit off balance, good mirroring ability after he frames the guy. Well, you know, there's a lot of good in, in his past sets. So he needs more experience for sure. You know, he needs to learn to alternate punches. He needs to change up his punch. He needs to learn to recognize stunts and blitzes better to, to scan his eyes, to do a ton of things, just like in the run game, you know, more running through contact, running through his hands, control the second level. There's things he needs to work on, but, um, I'm not crazy concerned about his past sets. I'm really not. 
um, needs reps. Okay, so this is another rep where I think he needs improvement, which is fine. Um, I want to see him cover a little bit more ground with that first step for sure. His that, that drive, catch, kick, slide, um, pretty square. He might open up a little bit too soon from here right here. I, I want to say I'm see, see him stay more square to the line of scrimmage. You could say you could see he's kind of like he's kind of even with this guy where you really want that outside foot splitting him. So he, he opens up a little bit too soon for me. Um, and again, no, he doesn't really reach for contact too bad. Maybe a little. He's on his toes a little bit. Nothing crazy. Gets hands on. I like that. Okay. You know, we're fine at this point. Could improve a little bit. Sure. But he had, at the end of the day, he's his hands on. He's matching the guy. My thing is um, with this, you like to see the hands shoot a little bit lower. One, you can see the hands are on the, almost the top of the shoulder pads again, which is not going to generate a lot of power. And two, at this point, okay, listen, you're in front of the guy. The guy has your chest though. So when a guy has your chest, um, you want to defeat those arms. So at this point, this arm is extended. There's a lot of power to that arm. Take that right arm and chop that. And now, now he's going to be into you. Catch him, and now you're tight. You know, so he'd box the guy, obviously. But again, just some areas of of improvement that I'm that I'm pointing out. Overall, still a positive play. Um, Twenty three stunt pickup. All right. Yeah. Good job. All right, so let's see. Break this down a little bit more frame by frame. Gets outside into is whether it's going to be a 45 or a vertical. He sees the uh, the the T stunt coming. You see, as soon as that guy loops inside, now Beckton's eyes flash inside. He sees the, the the nose tackle, defensive tackle, picks him up, right hand into the chest, pretty low. Again, look at look at him into this block. He's he's lower than the D tackle. Um, which yeah, the D tackle is he's looping, or no, sorry, he's a he a lot of movements. So he's not going to be as low, um, but still, for a guy who's six seven to be lower than anybody in any situation, it's pretty good. Could you know, good um, a good thing. So he gets low, throws that like that anchor foot back right here, hands inside, and he lifts up. Now. Because of his angle, the the D tackles are trying to work to the outside of him to the quarterback. I like that he resets his hand right here, the right the right hand. Because if if your if if his left hand is uh, looks like it's inside, I'm not sure if the right hand's in, uh, outside or where it is. But he needs to reset that hand as this guy works outside because you don't want to just keep that hand in there and then and then push him. Then you're off balance. So you want to reset your hands, reset your feet. So you see how he resets his hand. Now he's the guy tight into him, and he's not really going to go anywhere. Obviously, the quarterback scrambles, so he's not able to stay with the block the whole time, but um, overall, still still good. Our pass set. All right, we've got six plays left. Okay, say it. we're talking about vertical sets here. Even base. Throws out the drag hand, it looks like. Looks like his hand's out there. Is isn't he doesn't he doesn't get too far outside. He stays pretty tight. That uh, with, with discipline to the to the left guard. You have you have again your sliding. They're sliding in their gap protection. Island. He's in a fill or release check and release whatever it may be. He looks like he's just filling that B gap as they slide away, which is fine. Um, frames a rusher well. Comes into the contact window. 
<laughs> he gets low. And when he has hands inside like that and he's that low, look how low he is for how big he is. This is good. I'm good with this. Now, he might be a little bit top-heavy right here and leaning, but he's leaning into con- – he has contact. So, that's, it's okay. Um, and when you're hopping back in your anchor, it's gonna, that's, that's going to be the scenario. So, hops back into his anchor, hand inside, and you're not going anywhere. He, this, he literally, again, you see he lifts the guy off his feet again, <laughs> throws him outside. So, good, good punch timing, um, good hop back right there to drop your hips, to drop your anchor, and just lifts the guy up at, out of the air and completely shuts down the rush. Positives for sure. 25. Good feet reach a little. All right, so that's a tendency that we're seeing. Again, pretty smooth, e- even steps. His helmet's not popping up and down. Look, look, how, look how even that helmet is. That's good. Good feet, good smooth feet, good steps, good balance. Guy comes into the contact window. Again, do you see that he's reaching a little bit too much? Yes, he, he is reaching a little bit too much right here. Just a little bit. It's not, it's not drastic. If, if this guy were to defeat the arms, I don't think Beckton falls down. I think he loses balance, but he's able to recover. So you want to see that fix up a little bit. Um, get back, run your feet, and then, and then let them run into you. You don't want to necessarily reach for, for contact. Um, and you see the hand is high. Look at the left hand. You see how it goes on the face mask. You don't want to get called for hands to the face right there. He's able to push the guy back and shut down the rush, but um, he, he does reach a little, and his hands are a little bit too high. So good with the feet um, reaches a little bit again and, and the hand placement's a little bit too high. Five plays left push up arc again, pretty similar with the feet. I'm not going to really have to, I don't want to hammer home every time. This is a little bit less smooth than it was last time. This is a little bit more helmet, helmet popping up and down. Um, this is because I got the outside and really speed rushing. So, um, but He's staying pretty square. He opens his hips as the guy runs past him, gets even. You don't want to stay, you don't want to continue to stay square and the guy's running by you. So as that guy gets to your plane, you can flip your hips. Um, so he flips his hips as he runs by him, gets his left hand onto inside shoulder, right hand into the back of the shoulder, and just pushes him up the arc and past the quarterback. Short and full speed. Again, helmet popping up a little bit, um, but overall good. You know, he frames him well, gets his hands on, pushes him up the arc. That's his job. He does his job. Um, good play. Length pass set. All right, like I said, people want to see pass sets. I gave you pass sets. <laughs> Similar with the feet. Um, he's framing the guy pretty well. Again, he's not too far outside. He's, he's he didn't really flip. He, he opens his hips up a little bit, a little bit. But his this outside leg is really it's pretty much splitting him. The 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 uh, the wide rusher flips as the guy starts to come even to his plane, which I'm fine with. Drops his hips a little bit, throws his feet back to work off his insteps, gets his hands in. Again, a little bit high, but he's able to get hands on and, and then continue to push him up the arc and, and, and match him. Length square. This is more of like a. This is more of like there's the you know there's obviously you have the you have the jump sets the 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 forty five degree sets their vertical sets there's there's a there's a bunch of different sets um this is like a combination of a vertical and a forty five degree I'd call it a forty five degree if I had to label it one so it takes that forty five degree set which is a more aggressive set um 
again, outside leg is is splitting this guy, framing him well. You know, he's square. Good balance, good feet. Shoots his hand again a little high. It looks like it lands to the face mask. You want to see that really take the V of the neck or really even to the to the outside the outside peck right here. So hand placement can improve a little bit right there. But he uses his length. Um and gets hands on. Again, works off the insteps. Has it has good uh good base right here, working on opposite directions. Again, you want to see the thighs ideally working at the opposite direction, acting as a shock shock absorber. Um and with even angles from your or opposite angles of your knee to your hip and your, and your back, your heel to your um, knee with your body, ideally at the same plane of your shin. So pretty good. Uh, he's, he's pretty linear there, which is good. Shuts down the rush. Two more plays, two good plays. I remember these two chops at the end. I remember, Oh, I haven't been maximizing the screen again. I don't get used to that. We'll do it for the last two. Again, vertical set. He jumps out a little bit. This is what he's gonna get better at once he gets more. Once he starts getting more pass sets and things like that, he's gonna get even better at this stuff. So, um, I'm not sure if it's film study or if he feel or if he sees that arm coming out or a combination of both, whatever it may be. Um, again, pretty good feet. He's pretty, he's square to the guy. He's splitting him. He sees that arm come out, chop it down. Now he's gonna be off balance. Obviously, when if he's trying to long arm him right here, he's gonna be generating a lot of force into that hand. So if you chop that down, now you're you know you're, you're gonna fall. It's like tr try to go push somebody really hard and and push an invisible person, you know. Um, so good chop of the hand. He's gonna catch him with the left right there. Now he's tight and he has his hands on. You're not going anywhere. You're you're done. You're completely done. Like you, it's not. It's just, you're just not. Nothing's gonna happen right there. So again, really good job. Um, last play. And then, like I said, we'll do the Clark show. I'll do the Clark show probably Tuesday. I'm going to start working on Morgan today. Um, again, the Clark review is up by the time you're watching this on uh, Jets X Factor for the whole thing. Again, with what I do with Jets X Factors, I put up a third, maybe a little bit more than a third of the plays on Twitter. Um, but you're not getting the strengths and weaknesses um, that, that I listed. So that's something that I think a lot of people want to see. You can go on NFL.com or wherever else and see their strengths and weaknesses. I don't always agree with those strengths and weaknesses. I do my own. I, I evaluate my own tape, um, as you guys can see. So uh, you don't get that. But again, it's six bucks a month. It's that's like a cup. That's like two cups of coffee a month for uh, my my film, Nani's numbers, Nani's film. Uh, Sabo's starting to get into articles and uh, film again. So um, I think it's worth it. Again, the shirt that you could do you could do all the, all the shirts too. Again. I like honestly I'm not even just saying this I will say one thing about the shirts I think the size the sizes run a little bit small so if you're a large I'll probably go extra large um really good material um they're pretty good pretty good shirt it's good quality for sure but I'm not sure I don't really care about pushing the shirts too much I'm just saying if you if you want a Beckton shirt go get one who cares um okay another vertical set similar thing as last time vertical set good good steps his helmet's not popping up and down good base good you know he's not he's, his feet aren't clicking or anything like that he feels that 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 the arm coming it looks like he's going to like do like the double swipe and jump into a double swipe which is like aaron donald is famous for and he, and he sees that coming look at that timing of that chop chops the arm <laughs> he's done that's really really good right there really really good timing Obviously, he's putting a lot of – the, the end outside linebacker, edge, email, is putting a lot of power into that swipe. And he's leaning into it. Now it's not there. He's going to be off balance. 
and Beckton just takes him to the ground and literally just jumps on top of him. He's done. Completely shut it down. You're not going anywhere with 360 pounds on your back. You're just not. <laughs> so uh, I think this stuff develops more as he starts to do it. You're going to see more alternating punches. You're going to see, you know, left-hand punches, right-hand punches, which the right, the right inside punches, be really careful with punching that hand first. Um, you're locking your hips a little bit outside. So if they're trying to beat you across your face, you got to be careful. But alternating punches, want to see a different altered punch time. I want to see, I want to see it. I want to see more fake punches, circle punches. I want to see that stuff in his game. Um, but we are seeing this type of stuff um, that he will develop even more. Uh, he'll develop his eyes, you know? So this is not a bad, this is a vertical set, not a bad one, you know, chopping that guy down and, and take, and take him to the turf. Um, really, really good. So I'm excited about back then. Um, thank you everybody for listening. Again, it takes a shit ton of work to, to do these shows uh so I, that's why i don't do one every day or every other day um obviously you gotta evaluate the film break it down put it on twitter do a show about it do strengths and weaknesses etc it takes a lot of work so again um even if it's not for the free t-shirt if you appreciate the work i put in drop a five star on the podcast app or if you do listen to the podcast um like and subscribe on youtube and if, even if you don't go to your youtube a lot if you if you watch on youtube which a lot of guys either watch on youtube or watch on vimeo which is people watch on vimeo is the people who are subscribed so those numbers aren't even counted to YouTube. So we appreciate that we're growing, continually growing, 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 growing. Um, and we're getting 1,000 to 2,000 to 3,000 views on a lot of the videos. So, and again, it's not even counting those full-time subscribers. So um, I appreciate you guys for sure, uh, you know, coming along with the, the build of this new website, new show. Um, again, drop a rating if you can, tell your friends. Uh, greatly appreciate it. Once we get to 75 reviews, free t-shirt, free year subscription. Um, if you leave, if you just drop a five star, I don't know who dropped the five star. So if you just drop a five star, great show, then your name gets in into the running for the raffle for the free stuff. So, um, appreciate you guys. I will see you in a couple of days. Check me out on Twitter again, jarb31. Email me. Um, email I said before. I always forget it. Joe period blew it at Jets X Factor. Just DM me on 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 Twitter or whatever, or tag me. Uh, mailbag show. Uh, people who are like tech savvy, just let me know. Uh, YouTube, can you freaking, can you have a call in with that? Like, I, I don't know how that works. So we'll, we'll see. Um, again, I'll see you guys in a couple of days and thank you for listening. Stay safe too.